Hi, this is your host, Della Wren. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Wren. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to uh, Master Your Being. I hope you are doing well and you've had a good week. Let's talk about cycle breaking. It, a lot of people in spiritual circles that have had some sort of an awakening path or process, I use the term awakening lightly, of course, feel like their role in life is to break us break cycles. Are you one of those people? Do you feel like your job in life is to be a pattern interrupt in the system that is your family, your birth family? Do you feel like that's something that you are here to do? And some of us take it on to an even greater extent and feel like they are breaking ancestral patterns, meaning they're going back generations and generations to deal with to deal with different traumas in those generations. That's beyond where I'm going to go today, but that's out there and I wanted to acknowledge it. So if you're a cycle breaker and you're breaking patterns and habits and cycles of pain in your family, then your job is to interrupt the pattern. If we can do that on a sort of a familial level or an ancestral level, then why can't we do that on an individual level? So I often talk about the things we have control over and the things we don't. We can't control other people. So even though we break cycles for ourselves as individuals, we may or may not be able to change the patterns and habits of other people. We have some indirect control because they see us change and then it might prompt them to change. But we can't make them do that work. We have to just sort of wait and see what they do on their own. In order to break those patterns and habits, you have to be aware of them. You have to know what they are. And then you have to be willing to change them. You have to be willing to do something about them. So the easy ones to pick out are the things that keep happening in your life, the things that are on repeat, the things that are on replay in your life. What continually happens over and over again? As the saying goes, same shit, different pile, right? So the, the, the circumstances may be slightly different every time, but it basically repeats a familiar process. Maybe it's unpaid bills every month. Maybe it's relationships that, you know, keep happening the same way, keep ending the same way. Maybe what is it in your life that's on that cycle of repetition? 
and it's predictable cycle of repetition, mean, meaning you know it's coming. You can predict it already before you ever even get started. You already know. You can interrupt those patterns. You can interrupt that cycle. How do you do that? By reacting or responding differently to the thing that happens. React or respond differently to the thing that happens, and it creates a pattern interrupt. It creates a break in the action. It will cause something different to happen. Now, you have to be willing to allow the change. You have to be willing to take your chances and see what happens. You have to be willing to wing it here a little bit because you don't really know what's going to happen. So you have to you have to go with it a little bit. So I've done this, right? I did it I did it with the with the unpaid bills every month. I had to break that pattern. It was a cycle. It was on repeat and I had to pop it. What did I do to pop it? I actually stopped doing everything. I just didn't do anything. That was how I broke it. I didn't do anything. I just sat on my hands and walked away. That was it. That was all I did. It broke the cycle. It broke the pattern. And because we were talking about bills, it made other people around me pick up and actually take care of things. And that matters because it caused a change in behavior in the people around me. It caused a change in behavior even in what I was doing. So it caused a change in behavior. And it allowed me to then be able to look back and see the cycle that I had been in very clearly and understand what was going on. Cycles are a little bit like a hamster wheel, and you just keep going around. And the only way to stop the hamster wheel is to get off the wheel. You have to be willing to jump. You have to be willing to just take that leap and jump off. I'm going to date myself here. If you're old enough to remember these, you remember the playground equipment and they had those big metal things and they just, they went around in circles and you basically sat on them. You held on for dear life and they would spin as fast as they could. People would make them go as fast as they could possibly get them going. And the only way to get off of that thing was to let go and fly to your death (laughs) across the playground. That was it. That was your option. Do you remember those? The wheel of death that was on every playground back in the 70s and 80s. Do you remember those? That is literally how we have to interrupt patterns. So is that scary? Yes, it's scary. Because you don't actually know what's going to happen next. So you have to trust yourself that breaking the pattern... You can handle the next thing. You have to trust yourself that you can manage that. If you break the pattern, I'm going to be able to figure out what to do next. I can find a better response. I can find a better way forward here if I just break the pattern the first time. So it's like shattering a piece of glass, right? You can figure it out later, but you have to start somewhere. 
and sometimes that somewhere is just breaking it. You have to, in order to re redo your home, you have to you have to de- demolish the walls first. You have to take down the 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 drywall first. You have to right in order to redo it. You have to take it apart. In order to fix it, you have to take it apart. Right. So there's that thing of well, if I take it apart, I may not be able to put it back together. But if I don't take it apart, then it's just broken. So what do I want to do? Right. And depending on what the object is, it may or may not be worth the effort, right? You may or you may or may, may or may not want to even do anything, right? But it's that idea of, okay, the toaster's broken. Well, I could open it up and try to fix it, or I could toss it. I may or may not be able to get it back together, but it probably doesn't matter because it's still broken either way, right? And it's kind of that. And when you expand that out to a bigger, a bigger, a bigger circle, bigger things, the same idea holds true. I don't, I, I have a choice. I have a choice. I, I can, I can let it be broken. I can stay in it or not. But if not, then I have to trust myself that I can figure out how to put it back together again once I break it and put it back together again differently. So it's taking the toaster and turning it into a coffee pot, right? Like that, that's literally what you're going to do. You're going to take the toaster and you're going to turn it into something else. You're going to break it and then you're going to turn it into something that makes more sense and works better. So fixing it doesn't mean putting it back exactly the same, the same way. It means putting it back better in a way that serves you better and makes more sense. It gets you out of the cycle of pain. So why does that happen? How does that work? It's because we're in control of our own behavior. And when we change our responses and reactions to things, it offers us a different outcome every time. And the idea that you have to respond a certain way is where the lie is. You do not have to respond a certain way. Just because person a person does something doesn't mean you automatically have to do the other thing it doesn't it doesn't mean that that's where the lie is the lie is that you're stuck in doing it a certain way you tell yourself i have to right the bills i have to do it this way because if i don't we're going to have chaos right that lie is what kept me in that pattern for years you can break the pattern So you have to stop telling yourself whatever that lie is. So for as much as we want to fight with the people around us to get them to change, to break the cycle or pattern, that doesn't work, does it? It just creates a fight and you don't don't get anywhere. So we don't have control over other people, so we can't argue with them. We literally just have to change how we react and that will precipitate change in in the other person indirectly. They may still engage with you going, why didn't you do what I expected you to do, right? <laughs> that's the thing. They might try to drag you back in. But that's the place where you're allowed to stand your ground. You don't have to defend yourself. You just have to stay there. I made a choice to respond differently, and I'm allowed to do that, right? And it's okay that I did that. I can make a choice to respond differently. That's my prerogative to do that. Right? I don't need you to like it and I don't need your permission. I'm allowed to change how I respond. Period. End of story. That's the whole argument. 
right? So the only reason the other person is going to get mad is because they're trying to keep you in a cycle. They're trying to keep you in a pattern. They have expectations of how you're going to react or respond. They expect you to do that. And when you don't, you break their expectations and then they get pissy. But you're allowed to break their expectations. You're allowed to do that. Do you see that? You're allowed to break those expectations, especially when they're connected to painful patterns and cycles. You're allowed to break those expectations. You don't have to conform. They don't have control over you any more than you have control over them. So why do you give them control by continually conforming to their expectations? Right? The idea is we stop controlling each other. We give each other the freedom that we all have to make our own choices and decisions in every minute of every day. Right? And I'm talking about things that cause pain right now, which means you're free to change that. You don't have to stay in pain just because everybody else jumps off a bridge doesn't mean you have to do it too. You don't have to stay in the pain. You have free will. You can change it. Do something different. React differently and you're going to get something different out of it. It will interrupt the pattern. But what about cycles that aren't painful? What about things that don't necessarily hurt? Sometimes we call that comfort zone. Right? Because you always see it's like driving to work every day, taking the same roads at the, to the same job every day for 20 years. It's a very familiar path, isn't it? You know that path extremely well because you've been doing it for so long and you've done it so many times. You know every tree, every pothole, every crack in the road, every you know everything all along that route because you've done it so often. But that route to work isn't necessarily painful. It's not exactly a bad path, right? There's nothing wrong with that, with that route. But what happens if you take a different route to work? And you say, but why would I do that? To get yourself out of your comfort zone, to try something new, to see something different, to go a different way just for fun. To see what happens. The idea that we, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the saying that comes to mind. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Is that helpful? I guess it depends on what it is. I think a lot of the time we get so worried that something is going to break or fall apart that we do absolutely everything we can to hold this little bit of stability we have together. We just like, I'm not touching that because I don't want to break it right now because it's finally calm and I'm going to just leave it there. Like trying to get out of the room after you put a baby to sleep, right? <laughs> it's kind of that. You just tiptoe out of the room. 
what if that sense of stability is not in not rocking the boat, not jiggling things, not causing a problem? What if your sense of stability is not to be found there? Your sense of stability is within you. It's not out in the world. The world can change on a dime, right? Hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes, floods, fires, right? Life can change instantly, very quickly. So your sense of stability can't be out there. Because if you put your sense of stability in your house or your car or your job, that can be taken away from you in 0.5 seconds. So your sense of stability has to be within you. It has to be an anchor point that you create within yourself that is not dependent on what the outside world is doing, that is independent of the outside world. It has to be independent of the outside world. That anchor point stays no matter what's going on around you. You are stable within yourself. Because that's where your power is. When you have that anchor point and then you go to start shifting things and breaking cycles, you'll be able to do it. Because you'll recognize that your stability is not based on those external experiences. And then you'll be able to break that pattern really, really easily. You'll be able to shift it if you want to shift it. Because you won't be looking to the outside world for a place to grab onto. You'll be okay within yourself. You see, the death grip you have on your reality is because you're holding on for dear life. You're looking for that stability because you've put it outside of you. But it's not there. Your point of stability and power is within you and that's where it needs to stay. But your job is to find it. So where is it? Buried under crap loads of pain because you carry pain around. That's where it hangs out. It's buried in pain. And if you push the pain around a little bit, you'll find it. Right? The pain causes you to be not confident. The pain causes you to try to keep things as they are. The pain causes you to feel like you don't have control and that you can't take your power and that you can't do anything. The pain causes you to be a people pleaser. The pain causes you to do all these things. Pain causes you to make choices to keep things as they are because pain. So the one thing healing does is frees you to make honest choices for yourself. When you remove the pain when you're no longer in pain, so you have that relationship that, with that one friend, and you don't like that one friend anymore, and you're not particularly happy with that one friend, but you keep that person around because, heaven forbid, you end that relationship or you distance yourself from that friendship. You, you keep that friend. Well, they've been around for 20 years and blah, 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 blah. 
and you make up the stories. So you keep that person around in your life. Because there's people pleasing and you don't want to hurt their feelings. And you have this thing that you tell, you have this story that you tell. Why? The pain that you're hanging on to is making you stay in a relationship you don't want to be in any further. The pain that you're hanging on to is making you stay in a relationship that you don't want to be in any further. So when you heal the pain, it opens up the option to you to end that relationship or to distance yourself from it. It opens up that option. But until you do that little bit of work to heal yourself, that option isn't available to you. You get stuck. You feel like you're trapped. You don't have the ability to leave that relationship or change it or do anything about it. You're just stuck in it. And that feeling of being stuck in it is because pain blocks the door. Not because there isn't another choice, but because you you don't see the other choice because of your own pain. Healing opens up the options that aren't that you don't think are available to you otherwise. Healing opens up all the options. Healing makes that a real choice. Remember, I keep saying every relationship is a choice. And for a lot of you, the argument is, but it's not. Because I'm stuck in this relationship. For whatever reason you're telling yourself. But that's not true. Every relationship is a choice. And until you heal the pain, you won't see that. You have to heal the thing that keeps you from freeing yourself to see all the options that you have. And if I come full circle, we can bring that right back to cycle breaking. The reason you can't break the cycle is because you don't think all the other things are options. Because the pain keeps you from being able to break it. The pain stops you from putting in that pattern interrupt and doing something differently. Your point of power and your point of control is in how you respond or react to what's happening around you. That is always indirectly where your point of control will hang out 100% of the time. Your point of control in a conversation is what you say and do. Your point of control in any experience that you have is the behavior that you put out in the world. That's being consciously aware of how, of the cause and effect of we have, our thoughts, feelings, actions, words have on the world around us. Becoming consciously aware of that. So you make a choice to do a thing and watch the outcome. Why? Why do you need to watch the outcome? Because that tells you about the cause and effect that you have on that outcome. If you respond differently and then you see what happens next, you're going to see the effect that you are having on the experience. It shows it to you. 
blatantly if you're paying attention. But you have to pay attention. Every thought, word, feeling, action you have creates a cause and effect. It's all energy, so it all creates a cause and effect. If you put it out in the world, it has an effect. If you think it, it has an effect. If you feel it, it has an effect. If you say it, it has an effect. If you do it, it has an effect. It also all has a cause. It all came from somewhere. It either came from pain or it came from truth, but it came from somewhere. Your job is to figure out whether it's based on pain or based on truth. Most of the time, it's based on pain because there's people pleasing and lack of confidence and old patterns and cycles and habits of behavior that you have, ways of being that you have. I'm just like that. That's who I am. Yep. Most of the time, it's based on pain. And as you start to heal and continue to heal and you allow your reality to shift with you while you're healing and doing that work, you will begin to break those cycles and patterns. You don't have to stay stuck. You do not have to stay stuck. You don't. But you think you do. And the reason you think you do is because the other door is blocked by pain. That's why. Your ability to break any cycle or pattern that you become aware of in your own life is only determined by whether or not you block the door with pain. You don't have to block the door with pain. So you have to heal the thing that's in the way. And you can isolate that. You don't have to, just because you see the whole tree doesn't mean you have to chop the tree down. You can isolate the branch. And you can deal with that thing so that it gets that obstacle out of your way and then it opens up that option to you. And believe me when I tell you, when you heal in this way and you heal these isolated things in this way, over a period of time, it has a massive effect on things. It's less overwhelming. It's not nearly as scary. You don't have to keep reliving experience. It becomes a very manageable way of living your life and dealing with dealing with the pain that you've carried around for as long as you have. It becomes a very manageable thing. I heal very much like that. Isolating individual things, healing those in order to be able to make the choice that I needed to make or wanted to make. I had to heal the pain that was blocking the door. And, but I just kept doing that every time I ran into a new choice that I needed to make. And I knew that there was another option there, but I knew it was also blocked by pain. I would heal the pain that was blocking the door and then I would allow myself to make the choice. So I dealt with the thoughts and feelings and then changed the behavior. Deal with the thoughts and feelings, change the behavior. Deal with the thoughts and feelings, change the behavior. And keep doing that. And over time, it just changes how you show up in the world. It completely changes 
how you how you function in life. And indirectly, that then has a has a ripple effect. It's cause and effect, right? It has a ripple effect. The pain caused you to heal, and the effect of that healing then it shows up through your behavior because you are now acting and responding differently, and so you're getting a different outcome. Congratulations, now you're a cycle breaker. You did it. That's the path. And you can do that over and over and over and over and over again, right? That's one of those things you can rinse and repeat as many times as you need. Right? Which cycles do you break? The ones you want to. The things that stop you, the stuff that prevents you. And there's lots of little cycles and patterns in your life that you don't even see <laughs> because they're so squished in pain right now that you they're they're just they're buried. They're not even visible to you. That was certainly true for me. There was tons of stuff back there that was buried in pain that I didn't even see was happening until I dug it all out, right? It's like digging in the back of the closet. I forgot I had that. Yep, that, that's what happens. That's the process. The way to manage the fear is to keep everything contained. Isolate everything. Make it only about that thing. Even though it may very well have a ripple effect. If you try to manage for all of that, you're going to have too much going on. You're not going to be able to do it. And it's going to freak you out. So just don't. Keep things isolated to the experience that you're having. And then you'll be okay. You can break the cycles, and you already are. Becoming aware of how to do it, becoming aware of the process of it, offers you the ability to do it more consciously. And not be so scared of it. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's a reason why you feel the need to break those cycles and break those patterns and break those habits and do it. There's a reason for it. You're here to create change in the world. We all are. But if you're too scared to do it, then it won't happen. Don't be scared of it. You can handle it. You can handle what happens next. You always could. You have up until now. And you will continue to be able to handle what happens next. Keep going. You got this. All right, guys. I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that this week. Let me know if you're a cycle breaker. Talk to me. Let's talk about those patterns and habits that you have and how to break them. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, subscribe. It really does help my little podcast get some traction. Thanks so much, everybody. This is Della Wren with Master Your Being, and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Della Wren. You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. I'll see you soon.